BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. This episode of Bend the Knee is brought to you by our bannermen. Lord Jason of House Ross, Sir Jimmy of House Nuts, Master of the Web, Lady Dawn of House Wright, Sir Chris of House Farber, Lady Tracy of House Fa, Sir Peter of House Whittingham, Sandy the Dragon, Blood of Queen Daenerys, and Lady of Jameson, Lord John of House Fry, Lady Juliana of House Stradley, Sir David of House Fraser, Lady Liz of House Hendricks, Sir Matthew of House Perry, Lady Madeline of House Fritzel, Lady Adrian of House Dillard, Lady Ashley of House Gardner, Lady Lismalin of House Morales. This episode of Bend the Knee is protected by Sir Ryan of House Turbush, Lady Sarah the Unraveler. Our current champion is Lady Kira of House Arnold. Our current Master of Coin is Lord Jason of House Ross. Squire to Sir Matt, Lady Betsy of House Hudson. Storm of Swords, John 4. Ghost was gone when the wildlings led their horses from the cave. Did he understand that about Castle Black? John took a breath of crisp morning air and allowed himself to hope. The eastern sky was pink near the horizon and pale gray higher up. The sword of the morning still hung in the south, the bright white star in its hilt blazing like a diamond in the dawn but the blacks and grays of the darkening forest were turning once again to greens and golds, reds and russets. And above the soldier pine and oaks and ash and sentinels stood the wall, the ice pale and glimmering beneath the dust and dirt that packed its surface. As uh, we've been talking a little bit here before we recorded, um, you know, I kind of had a few points pulled up here and then we are kind of just going to be doing a bigger discussion because I think it's hard to... I, initially, I wanted to talk about a specific character, Edric Dane, and his per, his role, perhaps, in Winds of Winter. But I think we might just have to expand this conversation we're having here to a House Dane in yeah. Winds of Winter. And are we overlooking the importance of a house that many think are gone is an important 
that these this they might be incredibly important in the story going forward. Yeah, the the number of times that House Dane is reflected upon is interesting. Uh, Sir Arthur Dane is a big deal. He's pivotal to the Tower of Joy. Ashara Dane is pivotal. They're, these are characters mentioned in a Game of Thrones early in George's mind. Um, as you mentioned, Edric or, or Ned Dane is there with the Brotherhood without banners and is important, is now leading possibly the, the better half or the better version of them uh, back. I mean, he, he disagrees with what's happening currently in the series. It's interesting that they are... There's so few members. I mean, what the heck? You even have Darkstar, Gerald Dane in there as well. So who are these individuals? Why are they so important? And and the major thing, I guess we sometimes forget. I mean, Ashara Dane, you think about the violet, the purple eyes, and it's not just her. It's other members of her family as well that have those uh, same sort of like physical characteristics that the Targaryens have as well the silver hair and the purple eyes and their sigil right is also very interesting there's connections back as as you were pointing out to me before we started the the empire of the dawn all the way back to the beginning and the long night in Azora High this is it's it's kind of interesting and we do forget sometimes that they're not just important to the beginning of our story and to Robert's rebellion but to the end uh and yeah, how and, to, and, and to perhaps the beginning of the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, where I was going to start today a little bit was with a character, uh, Edric Dane, right? Because mm-hmm. here's a guy who, you know, I mean, really, Edric Dane, regardless of any sort of theory you want to go down, even, even like R plus L equals J. Edric Dane sort of makes no sense just as his own character, right? So Edric Dane, for those of you guys who don't know, he sort of shows he he's he's referenced to have been in events um, in like a Game of Thrones and a Clash of Kings. But really, we don't really meet him until A Storm of Swords. So Edric Dane, um, he's also known as Ned, right? He is technically the Lord of Starfall and of House Dane, right? We don't know who his father is. It's sort of an unnamed, uh, sort of an unnamed Dane. Isn't that interesting? Yes. (laughs) Um, but he is the, uh, elderly brother. Uh, his father is Sir Arthur Dane's brother, right? As well as to Lady Ashara and Lady, um, Illyria Dane, right? So, um, by the time he shows up in a storm of swords, he's about 12 years old. He is described as having pale blonde hair and dark eyes that appear almost purple. He wears a pale purple cloak. He's kind of shy, good natured, very polite, and he's never killed anyone. So, um, we learn a little bit about his history here. Uh, right. He's born at Starfall in Dorne to lo- the unknown Lord Dane and his wife, right. Who we don't, we don't know who that is either. Um, you know, we know that we we come to find out, right, that Edric's mother did not have enough milk for him when he was born. So he was nursed by a wet nurse named Wyla, right, which is also the name we hear uh, that is at least the sort of until we can officially prove in the books. Otherwise, uh, Wyla is potentially the same name, right, as Jon Snow's actual mother, mm-hmm. right, as yeah. Yeah, right. You know, we, at some point, Edric's told that Wyla was the mother of Eddard Stark's bastard, Jon Snow. 
when Edric was seven, he and his aunt Illyria, uh, his his aunt, excuse me, was betrothed to Lord Beric Dundarian, right? And Edric goes to Blackhaven with Beric to service as page. Uh, and so then he'll end up actually being sort of Beric Dundarian's squire. So um, while we don't see him, he's actually end up, we, we kind of hear that he was at certain events or things like that um, in a Game of Thrones, right? Um, where Beric Dundarian is, is tasked to go take down the mountain with Ned Stark um, and then whatever. So we, we end up meeting him sort of in a storm of swords, right? That's when Arya is sort of captured or taken by the Brotherhood. Uh, she meets Lord Beric's young squire named Ned, which is Eddard's name, right? Uh, she helps him uh, remove his breastplate. Um, she's, you know, sort of taken aback uh, by hearing the name Ned, which is the same as her father's. Uh, Ned brings Beric his his sword, Serco, and shield before Beric fights the duel with Sandor Clegane, the Hound. After Beric is killed, Thoris of Mir, sort of, you know, um, with Ned's help, resurrects him using the last kiss. Uh, Ned fights alongside Beric during, you know, some battles and stuff like that as well. So he actually ends up kind of talking to Arya, and we're given some information here. Uh, you know, though she's wary about her friend Gendry, um, right, uh, is scornful of their interactions. He tells her that he saw his, uh, her father and sister at the hands tourney, right? So Ned Stark and Sansa Stark, right? Ned tells Arya that uh, he and her half-brother Jon Snow are milk brothers. That is, you know, that his wet nurse, Wyla, who's been a servant of their family for years, is Jon Snow's mother, which is actually what we sort of hear Ned Stark say in that early conversation with Robert Baratheon, right? In like the beginning of Game mm -hmm. of Thrones. I think yep. it's in like episode two of the show too, right? Right. Just sort of having food, hanging out. You know, is that it's John's mother and swears that this is uh, true on the honor of his house. So that is, you know, what he legitimately believes. When Arya asks who he is, Ned reveals that he's Lord Edric. Edric Dane. Ned tells Arya about his family, about how his aunt Ashara committed suicide over her broken heart. He is surprised that Eddard Stark never spoke of her. Um, he hesitantly tells Arya that his aunt Illyria told him that Ashara and Eddard fell in love at the tourney of Harrenhal. Arya is upset to hear that her father might have loved someone besides her mother, Catelyn. And though Edric tries to apologize, she does not want to hear it. Then we don't really have a lot much more of him going forward. We just know that after Beric Dondarrion's final death, Edric Dane and several members of Beric's band go their separate ways from those who choose to follow the resurrected, vengeful Lady Stoneheart. Um, and that's sort of where we leave him, right? Um, and then yep. there's so this is a character who's potentially and most likely influenced by actual outside sort of events in the writing is that we know that George was planning on at least at some point in his original sort of trilogy and, and stuff like that, he was planning on perhaps a time skip, like a two to three or four year, five, you know, up to five year time skip so that he could age some of these characters up. And that obviously didn't happen. And so some people believe that, Gerald Dane as Darkstar is actually mm -hmm. going to fulfill some of the role, potential roles that were meant for Edric Dane. But before we move to Darkstar, um, I think we have to talk a little bit about Edric Dane here because he's such an interesting character in that, you know, there's so there's already so much stuff sort of surrounding um, 
you know, like the Tower of Joy and Ned going to obviously going to Starfall to take back the Sword Dawn and um, take back uh, the body of Arthur Dane and then Ashara sort of commits suicide, or at least in her body's never recovered. And then you have a character who's named after Ned Stark. Yeah, that's strange, right? That's strange. So, and then he's talking about, so he's named after Eddard. He's also talking about Eddard's, air quote, bastard son to Arya. All of that makes it, like the proximity of that makes him interesting because he's named, he's the namesake, essentially, of, you know, uh, right. Ned, Eddard. And I don't know, man, I, it, it's fascinating. So you mentioned that this time jump and I didn't, you know, I haven't really known much about that. So the idea is that maybe he was going to be more and then then you roll in Dark Star. But not, it's like, what do you do with him now? Like, like, what do you do with this right. character who then just rolls back to Starfall and is too young to do oh, anything? No. Or, or does he does he rise to power? Does he potentially or or he gets replaced with whatever maybe he was going to go into a different direction maybe he was going to go in sort of a darker direction uh which is where dark star uh seems like he's going to kind of go um and so i mean dark star is kind of a cruel dude man i mean he's kind of out for blood yeah yeah i think he has like a chip on his shoulder that you know a lot to prove and, and definitely um there's a lot going on between him and well potentially will be i guess between he, he and surveillance Swan and tricking the martels um uh, yeah he's he's a dangerous guy as well so i don't know where where that's going i mean some people that's a whole other winds of winter theory as well as is will he be killed um aria hotas is going down there to take him on with obara sand as well so and they're escorting i think surveillance one down there so yeah. you've got these individuals are hunting him and we know i mean again we you know matt and i sometimes try to try, try to weave in what we saw on the show and say ah was any of that what george gave them and so Hotop being killed might, might, might be something by, by one of the sands if they want to do something different. I don't know. I, I just kind of find it uh, yeah. fascinating that like you have the, you have dark star. I don't think, I mean, I mean, I don't I, like when you read early on in storm of swords and stuff like that, he was going to take this young, innocent Ned Dane, who's never killed anybody and turn him into a dark star. You know, so right. that's kind of crazy to me. It's like a big curveball. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's one of the theories around it. And then maybe some maybe some of his his plans. Now, Darkstar is on, on like the total opposite spectrum of Edric Dane. Right. I mean, Darkstar, this is something I think I this is it's always something I kind of forget that happens is he tries to kill Marcella. Right. Mm -hmm. And yeah. he ends up cutting ends up cutting her ear off. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I always forget. Him. I always it's just one of those things because it's like. You know, it, it, I think it's just because, you know, when you're, when you study the series so much, right, you're always like, you're sort of focused on certain sort of characters and stuff. And so he's just one of the characters that's always like, yes, it's in like the back of my mind, never at the front. It's, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and again, some people have, have wondered like who hired him? Why, why was he, you know, why did he do that? And, Again, Arya Hota is there to kind of put down this this uprising, if you will, or um, right. And, and so, did he sell him out, or or what? I mean, there's there's a lot of different ideas on 
on who or, or, or why he did that. And again, that's, that's a whole other maybe theory or, or video that we can go down. But because, you know, who wants who, who wants Marcella dead and, you know, that turmoil, I guess, in in Dorn. But uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. So so he he is very different from Ned Dane. Very different. Right. Night and day. Do, do you. Do, so in in when. Yeah. So so Ned Dane, again, we're just going to be talking about all of them here. So yeah, Ned Dane's I, th- I think potentially you maybe you go down a route in which Ned Dane has to fight Darkstar and you have yeah. this sort of battle. Okay. But between 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 those two, um, now just sort of theories, I guess, on Ned Dane or Edric Dane. Um, you know, again, he has an his his father is unnamed, as is his mother. He's potentially born around the same time as Jon Snow. Um, I mean, is it possible he actually he is Eddard Stark's kid? Yeah, I don't know. Again, he's he's yeah. On the wiki, they say like, I don't know, man. It, like, did was there more of a relationship going on between those? Well, those no, I guess or? I guess sorry, I guess he's not. He's he's technically considered born in two eighty seven, yeah. um, which would make him the same age as like Joffrey, yeah, and Joe and Jojen Reed. Yeah, oh. yeah. So I um. Yeah, it's still just interesting that his father and, and mother aren't really named. Don't know much about them, and that he is that he it's his name, right? So something. Okay, it, let me put it this way: in Starfall, they felt fondly enough, I guess, about Eddard Stark that they name him. This is like right? two, three years afterwards. Right, exactly. Edric Dane. So, um, <laughs> yeah, Ned Stark, okay, uh, Eddard Stark, and then again, slightly different, but Edric Dane, but both also called Ned. Ned. So, yeah, I and mean, that's 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 our, our our clue there, right? You don't give him that nickname, Matt. I guess like in the book, you could have just said Edric, and he's he's just Edric Dane, and it's slightly different. It's whatever, but. The fact that he goes by th- that nickname or whatever, that short, ties him directly to um, Arya's father. And so you think they must have felt fondly enough about him to, unless it's just a coincidence, that right. that's his name. But it doesn't seem like it, right? He actually it brings... Right. So, right, so John's born, John in the Tower is born, and the Tower of Joy stuff happens 283, right? Um. And so then this is what, so that in 283 is when Arthur Dane dies, air quote, as well as Ashara Dane jumps from a tower in the sea. Now, two years, you know, just so, so that's 283. So four years later, I guess, but we're really three if you're planning on having, having a kid, you decide that you are going to name. You know, you're gonna you're gonna name this guy after at potentially Ned Stark. I don't know. There's also Edric Storm, who's born in the same year. Edric Dane is born in the same year as Edric Storm. So maybe it's just a popular name in that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But they don't, unless I'm wrong. Edric Storm doesn't go by Ned. Ned. No, he doesn't. Right? So, but even but even sort of Ed. Ar- so Ned Dane, Edric Dane. 
speaks highly of Ned Stark. Yes. It's yeah, like that's, that's the guy that killed your uncle potentially. Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah. caused your aunt to commit suicide. Something's up. Something is up. Something's foul. I mean, we've seen the way that literally every other house speaks of anyone that's ever harmed anyone in their family. And that is just not typical behavior. No, it's not. It's not. Which, and again, the, the way that, um, that Ned reacts in, in early on in the Game of Thrones when Ashara's name is brought up is pretty severe, right? It's just pretty, um, like he doesn't want it to be mentioned ever again. So something went down. Something I don't I don't know. Again, this is where people get get, get on this whole role about maybe he and Ashara had a child baby swap situation going on. I mean, it's as crazy as that is. Like I've seen people go as far as um, young Griff. I, I know I know there's a, people talk about a little bit of an age difference, and they try to you know like he's supposed to be Aegon uh, and and so on. But I've seen people try to make connections between him and. You know, Shara and and um and Ned. So yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So okay. So anyway, so so that's kind of where we're at with Edric Dane. Um, just in terms of like his sort of arc, his sort of story. He, you know, in terms of like bigger theories and stuff like that. So he just left he just left Beric and Darian's uh group. He does not want to be part of Lady Stoneheart. So a lot of people think maybe he's he's gonna go back to Starfall. And yeah. You know, in Starfall, we have this sword, right? Dawn, which is potentially which light represents or... the light being brought to the world, right? 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 Uh, Dawn is 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 the coming of light in into our world, and it's it's the boom. Um, the crazy thing is when I started, uh, <laughs> when you look into the history and the Long Night, and you look at how it came about, and the the rumor and and the speculation around this. And I think there's a great video. We can put a link down to it. But Alt-Shift-X did a great video. And Matt pointed me in this, in this direction. It's amazing to look at the great empire of the Dawn and look at the connections that they have to House Dane. Right? I think that's that's kind of one of the more wild things. There's even a mountain range that looks like it's this massive mountain range that could almost be like a wall that separates. You've got the, the, the fortresses, which are also huge. But, like, man, dude, it's just there's something... There's some ancient, ancient connections here and ancient connections to Hightower and so on that are fascinating, quite honestly. Yeah, so just looking at some of the things people are saying here um, on Reddit about this, because people are like, you know, who is this Who is this guy? This is like the most talked about one on Reddit here. Uh, basically, who is this mysterious kid, right? He's one of the characters in Song of Ice and Fire that I have the most trouble figuring out. Surprisingly, at least to me, I've rarely seen him be the subject of theories on this subreddit. Um, you know, he's 12 years old in a storm of swords, nephew to Arthur, Sardane, as we all just mentioned, has almost sort of purplish eyes. Um, interesting. We don't know the name of his parents. This is actually quite remarkable as his father was a Lord, you know, was the Lord of one of the most ancient Westerosi houses, Bannerman to Doran Martell during Robert's rebellion, brother to one of the finest Westerosi swordsmen, as well as, um, you know, the brother to the great beauty Ashara Dane. And we have no idea who this person's parents are um he says uh edric is totally insignificant uh, either edric is totally insignificant and is only included in the story as another hint to john's parentage his conversation with Arya about being milk brothers with john uh you know it is um 
sort of he's saying i think you know he is perhaps not the trueborn son to the former lord of starfall um as his lady mother had no milk potentially saying well because she didn't actually give birth to him mm-hmm. when he was little uh but perhaps he was come on adopted. now perhaps he was adopted right with come on which would sort of explain it now i don't know that you need to go through all of that right um in order to sort of sell in order to sort of sell the story now a potential a potential way to sort of do this would be he could theoretically uh, and i'm sure somebody's discussed this before if ned stark goes to starfall at the end of 283 right then he uh, potentially sleeps with Ashara Dane then before she mysteriously disappears. And then she has Edric Dane as a child. Then you could just sort of lie about the birth year. And then mm-hmm. that could theoretically make sense. Yeah, it's it's great. His year that that uh you know 287 now you're because be right. now you're talking about yeah now you're talking about 284 to 287 so it's a little bit easier it's not as many years Mm -hmm. yeah okay okay matt it's a really good point though that like one of the most important houses house dane little very little is known Helen reed you know george has said this like Helen reed is so important we can't talk about Helen reed because he knows too much uh i would say house dane is in that same category right there's too much to be when you start he's not ready to talk about that or name those individuals yet or or whatever because he had an idea there whether it has gone to the wayside or it's going to continue forward is, is, is another question. But uh, clearly th- there was something going on there. And I think he left open multiple avenues and threads and not naming them. Like you said, either adopted or uh, taken in. The thing is, though, he does have those uh, characteristics, right? So he's got like the, the silverish hair and, and, the, and the purple lilac eyes. Their sigil is lilac. And again, you can make connections to House Targaryen if you want to. Uh, or just something going on with with a member of House Dane. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's he's important, and and there's something because Matt George names every other freaking character. Like there there there's names of like there's no reason sometimes. Like he's just listing off freaking characters in minor houses, and it's I don't think I think it's just for world building, right? For for whatever. And this is one of the most important pieces and points here, and he chooses not to name them. And to not give them an identity, right? Right. It's intentional. Everything he does is intentional. It is. It is intentional. And you correct me if I'm mistaken here, but um, you know, the funny thing is, anytime there's somebody else who, like, we always look at names, right? Like the names of these characters are so almost incredibly important because they almost always, and I mean, like, almost always, tie into their house. Rarely do you see somebody named, um something from another house right or something to even honor like you know somebody from another like how many you know how many how many like roberts do we see right like Mm -hmm. oh i'm gonna name my son after the king maybe he'll grow up one day and be big and strong i mean that's like you know something like you think you would see but it doesn't happen but it doesn't happen yeah 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 exactly okay let me read something to you and in in a game of thrones this is this is Catelyn too. We read this a long time ago. People have seen it. We, we've talked about this, but I think it's just important to bring it up again. So they're talking. This is Catelyn talking about these rumors and so on. And what when she approached 
net about this. The lady Ashara Dane, tall and fair with haunting violet eyes. It had taken her a fortnight to marshal her courage. But finally, in bed one night, she asked her husband the truth of it. Ask him to his face. That was the only time in all her years that Ned had ever frightened her. Never ask me about John, he said, cold as ice. He is my blood, and that is all you need to know. And now I will learn where you heard that name, my lady. Boom. And then, um, yeah, she had pledged to obey. She told him. Uh, and from that day on, the whispering had stopped, and Ashara Dane's name was never heard in Winterfell again. Also, Matt, if it was, it must have been a rumor to the point where, like, they heard it in Winterfell, right? They didn't. I mean, how? Of all the things that you can, that you can, why? Like, rumors typically have some thread of 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 truth or something, or there's something that started it. So, I don't know, man. John is of his blood, but yes. what does that mean? Hey. Yeah, it's you no, know, and and it's uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up here. I just want I just want to pull up. Um, so I mean I mean think about this. Just think about this for a second. So, because I think I, I I think so often we get pulled into the John is like the Ned plus Ashara equals John theory. Because, but then we say, well, look at Septa, perhaps Septa Lamore, right? The character who we meet in, you know, Tyrion meets over there, who a lot of people think could, she looks like she was incredibly beautiful and looks like she had a baby and all of this stuff. And, well, it is possible to still have R plus L equals J and still have Septa Lamore be a Shara Dane and still have that means that a Shara Dane had a baby. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. And that baby could be Edric Dane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could, named it could after be, named I mean, named named after the the person she loved. Let's go. Who, let, okay, let's just go. Named, named named after the person who she loved that she was she couldn't be with. Yeah, Matt. Let's just go full tinfoil here. Okay, there's <laughs> there's a reason I'm this is like. Okay, we should legitimately. By the way, real quick, we should legitimately yeah. get tinfoil hats. I think at some point. And just like put them on, like, all right, guys, we got, we got, yep, the night of tinfoil, yeah, because okay, we've read them all, you guys have read them all, the theories, the thoughts about Septa Lamore, Ashara Dane, right? Corn Half Hand came with Dawn, uh, and, and so did Sir Arthur Dane, perhaps. These individuals, I mean, Corn, Corn is dead, okay, so Septa Lamore still alive, Corn's right? definitely dead. yes, he's dead, he's dead, <laughs> but his actions might show us that he was around, you know, and that he was maybe. More significant, he's definitely a military guy and and handled a sword really well. We I love the thought we had the other day about Helen Reed possibly cutting half of his hand off before he went up to you know that Never that out. was, I mean that Ned said you can take the black. I mean he's also the the Lord of Winterfell and like if, if anyone listens to to the Lord, I mean like the the Wall would listen. They would take whoever he wants into. Right take the black or whatever but that's a whole other thing core and half and etc so like yeah the, like the full of it is these individuals are still around from house dane that can tell us stuff there's probably more that actually if george wanted to ned dane could tell us gerald dane might even slip up and tell somebody something that's a different point of view character that has nothing to do with john or anybody else but we the reader are bouncing in on this conversation saying holy smokes 
Gerald Dane just dropped like a Dane house secret that ties this back over here to somebody else his dying words or, or whatever. There's a lot he can, he can do. Like tell us some secret and it might be a lie. He could also lie through Gerald Dane about what Ashara did and, and throw us off the trail. It's just, it's, it's so complex and there's so many things that George could do with it. That it's, that it's fascinating. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um, okay. Well, do, I, okay. So let me, okay. So let me just, let me just keep going here. Okay. Yeah. Keep that. Keep, keep, keep diving down the rabbit hole with our, you know, marching through the rabbit hole with our, with our tinfoil armor on here. Please. So, do. okay. So one of the other things we talked about is, you know, a lot of, a lot of house Dane, I think is sort of obviously once you start talking about it, you have to talk about Ned Stark and you have to then talk about potentially, you know, Jon Snow and, and, and the parentage of, of, of him. Um, because, there's only a few way there's only a few ways it can work right like john's parentage can only be i'd say there's only three options there's option one which is it's all true ned did sleep with a random serving person whose name is wyla who of course you know works for house dane um which why would you sleep with a random, you know, serving person when you're in love with the Shardane? Makes no sense to me, but okay, mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, like this the likelihood of that just happening is so incredibly small. <laughs> like mm -hmm. that I mean, just on its own, right? Like forget like we even know R plus L equals J exists. The likelihood of red of Ned Stark just randomly sleeping with this a while you know wet nurse like house servant nope. at the same place where like the love of his life is at makes zero sense at yeah. all it makes it makes zero it makes zero sense so then of course you know obviously r plus l equals j right you get on that route um because john's sort of parentage sort of makes sense now sometimes we want to push his john's path forward right and that we think he is going to be the prince who's promised the third head of the dragon all of that stuff he's going to end up being the one that fights the whatever be azora high and all of that stuff now you can go into sort of the Lightbringer category right which is is it going to be the sword right he's gonna have to stab somebody um you know all of all of those things in order to do it well the sword by the that makes by far the most logical sense to actually be Lightbringer has to be Dawn. Dawn is like, it's, it's like as it's the only sword that we hear about that has special properties outside of Valyrian steel. It's yes. the only sword we hear about. They right. talk about it. Yep. They, they like, they, they, they talk about how it's George talks about how it's, it's something different. It was made from like a comet, right? Or like meteorite, right? right? And it's and it's a pale milk blast, different than Valyrian steel. And the people who wield it are the swords of the morning. Mm -hmm. Light bringing. Bringing right. the dawn. Ending the long night. Long night, yeah. Ending the long night, yes. And, and that's why I love the connections to this ancient house being something from a distant empire, like a far out station with a light tower and a beacon on in high tower that's shining back to the, the empire, uh, warning them or whatever. It's a watchtower where in which they could 
you know, keep the darkness at bay or, or, or whatever you want to say. I think that's all awesome. And this sword has been passed down and cherished and whatnot. And you have to be worthy to kind of wield it. So if it is the sword, like th this is the interesting thing is that if you, if you have, um, the other thing is, does George want it to all make sense? Does it does it have to have a clear like connection or, or whatever? Or is it just kind of all discombobulated? Because there's a sword in House Dane, like 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 that is is Lightbringer, is um Dawn. And then does John, air quote, Azora High, need to wield that? Or is it just the freaking dagger that Arya has that she jumps out of the tree with? I mean, you know. Like, are, is it all just yeah. built up to be more than we okay. think? What well, do you got? Right. Okay, so hold on. We're right here. Okay, because I, I, had, I had to look up because I know that the Danes themselves sort of also marry into the family, right? The Targaryen mm -hmm. family. Okay, so I was trying to remember exactly which one it is. So uh, the most recent one is Lady, right? Here we go. Lady Di uh, Diana Dane, right? Mm -hmm. She marries King Maker the First Targaryen, who is the mother of Maester Aemon and King Aegon the Fifth Targaryen. Mm -hmm. And then Aegon the Fifth is who we're told it is your line that will that will, you know, make the one who's the prince who's promised, right? The one who's going to save save the world, right? The whole they, deal. Yeah, that's well, interesting. So if that's the case, then John literally has all three things going for him. He has the fire side of the Targaryens. Mm -hmm. He has the, you know, the stark blood of uh, the, his, the song mm -hmm. of ice and fire. And then also yeah. he's got the, he, he could potentially be the heir. He has a, he has a, an heir to house Dane and that he is the sword of the morning. He has all three. So maybe Edric Dane's yeah. whole role was to like die in battle and give this sword to his milk brother, but still his brother. Notice that he calls him his brother. Jon Snow. And then Jon Snow will use that to as Lightbringer. Yeah, don't they say too that the sword, yeah, the blade is as pale as milk glass. Yes. <laughs> His milk brother might hand him a sword that's as pale as milk glass. They shared the same milk from the same glass that came from the same you know what. I swear to God, <laughs> Matt, this is like it's all there. It's all laid out in front of us. And I, it's that's 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 so true. So are you saying maybe that is what he, his his role was? Gonna Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Could be, right. or even still could be, I guess, even as a, as a young, as still a young individual, right? right? I mean, he's. And then remember, and then remember, it's the whole born under a falling star, the whole deal, mm -hmm. right? And then in the show, now again, this could be totally, could happen totally different. But in the show, we specifically see him, right? Put the sword right there. We see he puts Dorn right there. So he's then technically born under a falling star. That could totally happen the same way. I mean, in fact, actually, that's potentially pretty likely right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is that if somehow arthur dane is defeated and then ned's gonna obviously like have his sword in hand or whatever then he has to rush up there 
So it's that's potentially possible that that happens the same way. Yeah. Matt, let me go back to something here real quick. At the Tower of Joy, when, when Eddard is having that vision, Sir Arthur Dane is sad. He has a sad smile. He's right. got he's, he's just he doesn't feel good about this, right? He's not guarding the other royal family. He has orders to guard this tower. And it's just right. like did he die there? I think he did, maybe, but maybe he didn't. I don't know. I just it's it's just something. There was seven on three, and only supposedly only uh Ned and Hal and Reed make it out. The others, though, gods, it wouldn't surprise me if they I mean, some of those guys were well known. I they, they don't just go in, in undercover. I I do they yes, take the I mean, it's not it's so okay. So hold on a second here. It's not until Diana, so Diana Dane, right, mm-hmm. has children with King Makar the first, who we know is Aegon the fifth. Well, it's not until Aegon the fifth suddenly decides to start here. You know, he that's that's when he starts hearing prophecies about you know it's you know no Targaryen that we know of before then is hearing prophecies that you're going to be the one who's going to save the realm from everything. It's suddenly Aegon the fifth. And his in his line, well, his mother is a Dane. So perhaps in Sword of the Morning, mm-hmm. maybe that is the missing. Maybe it's the whole deal. Maybe it's the whole trifecta yeah. there. I think it is. And here's the other thing, too. So that's like the, that missing piece, that missing third, that third head, air quote, to the dragon. But um, Matt, like something that's interesting that, that, that we talk about with um, Young Griff or um, even the Blackfire line is that it may not be extinct through the female side of that. And now we yeah. have John. So George George makes note of that, that sometimes we, we, we lose track of these individuals who marry into families and they change their, their name. Um, their maiden name is changed and they take on the title Targaryen and they have Targaryen children. But yet those, those individuals are descended from House Dane, technically, right? Technically they are. And... Yeah. I mean, that's 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 probably why. Well, gosh, I mean, shoot, we almost need to, to look and see how because we, we don't have like how Ashara and those guys also, you know, t- tie in. But it, either way, they've got the features, um, the Targaryen slash Valyrian like features. So and, and there's a marriage that happens there. So John is definitely. Whether whether it's it's Ashara and Ned, if you believe that, or if it's R plus L equals J. There's a there's a house Dane connection, right? Yeah. So. Hold on, I'm just reading. I'm just reading here. There will come a day after a long summer when the stars bleed and the cold breath of darkness falls heavy onto the world. In this dread hour, a warrior shall draw from the fire a burning sword, and that sword shall be Lightbringer, the red sword of heroes. And he who clasps it shall be Azor High again, and the darkness shall flee from him. Flee before him. Azor High, beloved of her lore, the warrior of light, the son of fire, come forth, your sword awaits you. Right? That's what Melisandre is saying. But we know Melisandre could have some things incorrect here, as mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe perhaps, maybe perhaps they've built up this sort of legend bigger mm-hmm. than it actually really sort of is. Right? Yeah. Maybe it's really just a sword. You know, that is if that did come from a falling star, like a yeah. meteor, which would be 
dawn, right? According to a legend, House Dane tracked a falling star to the mouth of the Torrentine and Starfall was then constructed where a magical stone was discovered. The Great Sword Dawn was forged from the heart of this fallen star. Now remember, the heart of this fallen star, because the whole Lightbringer piercing mm-hmm. a heart is important. Preaching, you know, son. And has been possibly wielded by Danes for 10 for 10,000 years, which supersedes any Valyrian steel that we know of by 10, uh, you know, yeah. like 9,900 years or like 9,500 yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah, which is a big deal. So th- this is the sort, and this is where you get, people take this back all the way to the Long Night, and they take it back to the 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 Azor High. Like this could have been the sword, right? This is the sword, right? This House Dane does not pass its sword from lord to heir. Only a knight of House Dame who is deemed worthy can wield Dawn. So as long as it's in your family blood, you could be a Member of House Dane, I suppose. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah. And you can yeah. say, well, I don't know about that. John already has a sword. That's not that that's not part of his family. He's got long claw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe the scene in the show where John tries to give Long Claw back to Jorah Mormont actually happens. Mm-hmm. Except in the books, he takes it. Yeah, maybe he does. Maybe he does. Yeah, because he's got it. Because you know, maybe John's got another sword. There's, there's more to right. it. Because that's the thing they never touch on that. Like you know, whether or not Dawn is gonna. Like the show never mentions any of that, right? No. It doesn't. It doesn't really even um, show us it or, or whatever. Because Dawn is referenced so daggone much. I mean, okay, the quote you read at the start of all of this was it not that Jon Snow looked to the skies and saw the consolation, right? The sword in the morning, right? Yes. Isn't that what you read in, in, in the beginning of yeah. all this? So spake Martin. Dawn remains at Starfall until another sword of the morning shall arise. Son not a... until not until the not until the heir of House Dane, until the sword of the morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I'm just looking up some more quotes here. By the way, speaking uh, speaking of which, right? Let me just pull this up just so I can, um, you know, uh, get 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 this up here because obviously you can make you can make the obvious connections here, right? Huh? Sword of the morning, right? That sounds like pretty. That sounds pretty familiar. Like, let me see here. Oh yeah, night gathers and now my watch begins. <laughs> I am mm-hmm. the sword in the darkness, the watcher on the wall. I am the fire that burns against the cold, the light that brings the dawn. Yeah, it's too much. I mean, it's, 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 <laughs> I know. It's too. There's 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 too many connections. Yeah, people have talked about metaphorically how the night's watch is that group or is the sword right like the, right. like that they that are the sword mean. yeah for sure but then there's just so many of these freaking connections back to an actual literal sword so george you could go either way with it i mean and it just depends john on has what... everything i mean i mean look at even just even let's let's go just a little bit further because i think it's obviously incredibly likely that john's about to be resurrected right you know i yeah. mean essentially about to be resurrected um, so, you know, everybody we've seen that's been resurrected has been slightly different. Well, you know, now it's time for John to become the, the Zora high man, the sword of the morning, the whole deal, the person you were prophesied to be. I mean, if, 
by this standard, John has literally everything going for him. He's the song of ice and fire. He is the prince that was promised. He is the watcher on the wall, the sword in the darkness, and perhaps also the sword of the morning. Yeah, I see again, Danny doesn't have, and this is going to, you know, I don't know. D Danny's awesome, and, and, I, and I love Danny, but Matt, they have in the show, they talked to George R. R. Martin, and after a conversation with him, they have John pressing his sword into Danny. And killing right for some reason that's a pretty big decision to make so your hero of this whole thing is you know it i mean it is 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 john really what, what kind of bothers me and what i don't get and what you really can't look at the show for for any guidance on is how is this whole battle with the others going to go down is does is danny a part of that how does she become a villain is that like because the legend that will be told of john snow and 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 Don and and uh, you know him being Azor High or the last hero, whatever it might be, it, does it include him slaying a Mad Queen? Does it include him killing a Night King? Uh, or or is that Arya's show? And then his, I just don't, you know, I mean, I don't know, man. I know people are like, as give no credence whatsoever to the show. How dare you bring it up? But I just, I just wonder why they, you know either neglected what George said or took what he said and went in that direction, which is it. They neglected it and they said, nah, we're going to go the exact opposite of what, what he's saying. It's crazy. Yeah. Sorry. I love the, I, I, I love the memes that say, you know, Melisandre saying to John, I brought you back to just so, wander around. Right. So, okay. As in when, in winds of winter, what, revelations and what tie-ins to house dane do you think we will get sort of solved or resolved i guess i should say um so if ashar dane is in, is 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 still alive ned dane doesn't know it gerald dane might know something about it but i doubt it i think if it's if it's ashara she's going to be revealed I, I don't know who's going to confirm that if it's septa lamore all, all that good stuff i i have no idea sure. there so i think about who well, has information yeah all right, all right. okay well just just i think i think it, let's just let's go down everybody's maybe potentially each person's path so gerald so gerald dane what do you how, how do we think it's gonna well yeah i was going back yeah. to the beginning which was Sorry, like, okay go ahead. go ahead yeah, yeah go like, ahead. like like right. like like, a, like if ashara is alive i think that's like your at, at the core of all of it, if, if she is alive, she's revealed as, as Septa Lamore and she gives us more information. Um, and then again, we, I've, I've mentioned the only thing that, that I think um, Sir Arthur Dean could have been was Corrin Halfhand and he's dead. And then you, you ask the question when you get back to Ned Dane, are his parents alive? And I don't know if that's if this mentioned if they're dead or not, but like they're unnamed. I, I don't think sure. they can be because he's named as the Lord of Starfall. So they're dead then, right? Or maybe his yeah. mother's still alive perhaps um, the only one we know is alive is his aunt well and gerald but gerald is just a cousin so we don't even know anything about his side of the yeah. family yeah so okay all right there's that then um so gerald dane i feel like is is going to i think he's gonna die i think he's gonna be killed um but i think like there's gonna be some treachery 
like Obara might kill Aria Hota, uh, Surveillance One might make it. They might, you know, be conniving a little bit. We did a whole theory kind of on on Surveillance One. We have, we have a whole video up on YouTube about about him and, and what might happen in that fight. So I just think there's going to be an epic duel. Some stuff might like he could reveal something about their house that would be important. But again, it's just going to be. I think he ultimately gets killed there. So that's that's why I'm 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 stumped on all of it. the only person who coming out of you know, coming out of house Dane that can tell us anything is, is Ned Dane. Um, or if Ashara is still alive, Gerald Dane, I think is, you think he's going to die? I think he's going to die. The only thing he might do. And that people have theorized about this is if he does get away, maybe he avoids, uh, uh, you know, a conflict of some kind or actually what, what could happen is some people have theorized that maybe dark star was in with the sand snakes and was a part of the Marcella assassination attempt because they wanted a war and a conflict with, you know, again, they're upset that Prince, uh, that um, the Viper red Viper has been killed. Their father has been killed. So they want a war and they're not getting that from their uncle. And so they might start one using dark star to kill Marce uh, Marcella. And so maybe that's why you have the treachery uh, between Obara sand and Arya Hota. Right. So that right. that could be something that goes down. And then from there, some people have speculated that he might go join young Griff as a member of his Kingsguard because he's looking for his own Kingsguard because he's coming in. Um, he's making his way. And actually where he's at too, um, Ar Ariane Martell has already gotten to, I think storms in and they've said that he's got the golden company and he's heading out to see um, the Tyrells on the battlefield. So again, the timing on that, because we have that, we have that winds of winter chapter we might already have a conclusion to Gerald Dane's story, or he's picked up and gone on with young, with young Griff. So I, there's a couple things there. He's either dying or he's going to join up with young Griff. I don't know. See if he survives, if, if he survives, you know, Cersei's already thinking that he's like a, he's like under Tyrion's employ. Right. Sure. And I also just think if, 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 if he was potentially meant to serve as some of Ned Dane's, roles right like a lot of there's a lot i mean a lot of the reddit community seems to think that gerald dane's dark stars sort of a role was eventually going to be filled by uh ned dane i guess what's like you we need that sort of you need that sort of motive right we need that sort of motivation why he's after everyone that you know he's he's sort of after uh i guess as is is really it? We just know he's 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 right. He's jealous of of Arthur Dane, right? Who's the sword of the morning, um, and then yeah, he's gonna go. He's gonna start going after right the 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 Lannisters. Is really sort of all we kind of have on him, right? He prefers to drink unsweetened lemon water instead of summer wine. <laughs> that's a that's a random fact about him. Um, so, yeah, again, you don't know much about him. And so you don't know if George is going to do more. Because really, you could like this. George does this, right? He sets up a character like Jamie Lannister that we think is bad guy. Right. And now we're all rooting for Jamie. Uh, we hated Theon. So maybe we hate Darkstar at the beginning, but we realized, no, he's got some reason to be the way that he is. And then all of a sudden we're like, holy smokes, this guy's awesome. We're, we're rooting for him later on. I don't know if this late in the game, if George is going to try and do that. But if he is a character that emerged from someone like Ned Dane, well, God, I, I kind of like Ned Dane. He seems he seems okay. He's squiring for my boy Barrett Dundarian. So that's a pretty awesome thing. And he and he, and it seems like um, Ned Dane leaves for the right reasons. Like 
Lady Stoneheart is not necessarily got the right, uh, you know, mindset going on there. She's killing people. Just she's just Lady Vengeance, right? She's just going crazy. So he in in a um, yeah, he steps away from that, which I think is a good thing. So then I don't know for Darkstar to end up being, uh, you know, his anything. the continuation of a Ned Dane arc is just very interesting to me because i wonder if because he does come in so late i wonder if he actually had in his mind bringing this character in like a, like another another dane a, a cousin of some kind right you know if he already had that in his mind or if he did say yeah i need to change ned dane to right because i just i feel i feel like him dying right now it would just sort of like what was that guy's purpose he's just a character who just shows up i mean i feel like he's he's i feel i don't feel like he, he necessarily has a ton of room left to run but i feel like he's definitely got a little bit yeah. Uh, so the only thing, like where I think he could, um, like he's he's working with somebody. Somebody's paid him. Somebody has what? What? What beef or does he have? Him. Yeah. What beef does he have with Marcella Baratheon, and 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 the Lannisters? It's it's the Sand Snakes that have that beef that want to start something. Um, and again, she thinks it's Tyrion. We know that it's not Tyrion, so we know that Cersei's off in that, and she's wrong. Um, so what are his motives? Who's paying? Who's paying for that move? Yeah, and you know it's not something we ever really talked about. Is the is I mean, the fact that he cuts off her? He cuts off Marcella Baratheon's ear. Yeah, I think one of the like, maesters and, saves her and, life. Yeah, and scars her face. Yeah, I mean, what's yep. going to happen to that? What's I mean, I almost feel like are, are they really going to poison her after this? Like we saw in the show, don't think so. No, this is where you and I really think that she's going to kill herself because of something with Pris, right. uh, Prince Tristane or maybe, or maybe somebody thinks she's ugly and won't doesn't want to be with her anymore or something. Yeah, or who knows? Um, or maybe maybe her brother. Who knows? Like her brother is killed, and then they then all of a sudden she becomes very important to Cersei, and she's held captive, and then she offs herself right. to kind of uh, that could be one of the triggering points for Cersei to go full full on crazy. Yeah, because if Tommen dies, right, you would look. I mean, who's next? If Tommen's killed, uh, right? I mean, like, the well, in the show, Cersei, in the show, Cersei just sort of takes over. But if right. Tommen were to, if Tommen were to die right now, technically, yeah, the throne would have to go to Stannis. Yeah, the throne. Yeah, if if Tommen were to die before Stannis, which happens the opposite way in the show. Then mm -hmm. Stannis Baratheon would be king. I mean, he is the true king. He but... is the king. Yes, yes. Isn't that crazy though? Because then, right? So it would go to Stannis, but all of a sudden, Cersei would start Talk to about say, a game changer. All of a sudden, Cersei would want to uh, like ally herself with uh, Dorne a bit more and say, "Okay, yeah, I actually like this idea of of moving Marcella forward as as a queen." But they have her. You know that they, they have unless, her. unless Marjorie's preggers. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> this just keeps like spinning right. it's been yeah for sure for sure um see i've always i've always maybe kind of thought that gerald dane could find himself you know as as, as winds of winter um steams up i still think clegane bowl is ultimately going to happen but theoretically he could show up as a champion if cersei demands a trial by combat because he's just he seems like he's just he's just out. He's out to take down the Lannisters, right? Oh, I see. Okay, I got you. Yeah, as I say, because I really I feel like we're where for him to show up in King's Landing, whether it be if it is maybe a trial by combat, but like more so, it just seems like he'd be 
the Lannisters have got to be out because she thinks for sure. I mean, he's attacked one right. of their own. I mean, like that's yeah. just not gonna not gonna fly. So there has to be a power shift for him to move into King's Landing, and then to be even close well, to the like faith would the faith could be that power shift. Yes, they, yeah, 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 that could be the start of it. Um, but it wouldn't it, it, for long term for his story to continue. I think he has to be with young Griff and has to go as far as young Griff can go until Danny comes over. I think Cersei actually, I'm, I'm one of the people I kind of think she might be going back to Casterly rock. Right. I don't think she's going to be sticking around for a long time. Um, right. I think it's a big difference that actually puts her closer to your on if uh, Greyjoy, if, if, if you want, you know, that whole arc to be a thing. So, Okay. All right. Well, okay. Let's, let's move on. Let's move on. So we talked a little about Ed- Edric Dane. I think, man, I, I'm, th- I'm the more, the more after the more I, the more I went, I've gone back and sort of been studying this guy a little bit this week. I'm watching other YouTube videos, stuff like that. I think I am more, more sort of starting to see the Dane connection to John, even though he's still technically Targaryen Stark, still in his bloodline. So I think that, you know, I think that I think it's still good. I think it's still good to go. I think it's still you can still do that. It's the you can be the sword of the morning without, you know, being the the head of House Dane and Edric Dane's calling him sort of his milk brother. So then I guess um, kind of finish here with maybe Ashara Dane. Is she still alive? And if she is more likely that the the the. There's three the three main beliefs uh, that I can seem to find on Ashara Dane is one that she is alive and in the neck with Howland Reed. Two is that she is Sephalamore, and three is that she is Quaif. Those are the three most common beliefs, it seems, on the internet. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, why would she kill herself when she hears about her brother's death? Right. Isn't that what it, like, right? So, incredibly that, weird. That, that's strange. I mean, because her brother is in the Kingsguard. You, you, you know that these things could happen, that he's been, uh, in attorneys and that this stuff would happen. Like, if he's killed an attorney, is she just going to go off herself? Right. Doesn't make sense. Right. Uh, it, it like like it just doesn't make sense that she's that distraught. Is that really what it says though? Right. Let me just make sure that that's what she was told. She like the the sword of the morning yeah. is brought back. Um, Arthur Dane's body is brought back with the sword dawn, and then you know I'm sure Ned also tells her I have to marry Catelyn Tully, and that's sort of it. Her body's never found. Right, but I think it's implied more a that broken like, heart, her uh, because of a stillborn daughter, and because of a stolen child, because of the man who dishonored her at Harrenhal, or due to the grief over Arthur's death. Those are the sometime after his visit, Ashara jumps from the top of the Pale Stone Sword, one of the towers in Starfall. Sometime, could be a day, could be a fortnight. Who knows? Could be two eighty-seven. Right. Could, be nine, could be nine months like crazy that's crazy so so to me she she didn't do that and she did disappear and she went into hiding and 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 will emerge i love the Helen reed idea septa lamore is also cool because there's again something going on there with that time period with um yeah. aegon targaryen 
you know, let me bring up this too, cause just because it's something that I think actually could, it could, it could play out. It's not a theory really anybody potentially goes down, but we're in full tinfoil mode here. Um, is, you know, Barris and Selmy was like in love with her. And mm-hmm. he's, you know, often thought, man, you know, maybe if I had played my cards right, you know, I could have been with the Shardane, right? Because he, he loved her. Um, but uh, Barris and Selmy is over in Essos. You know, Tyrion's on his way, you know, potentially meet up with Danny. And and the in the books, at least, Barris and Selmy is still alive. He could run into Septa Lamar. Wow, if that's interesting. If she is, if she is potentially a Chardain. And you know, Ned Stark's been dead for like 20 for like years. You haven't seen him in like 20 years. I mean, you could have okay, a moment. Matt. Yeah, like like okay, it's right here. It's 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 in a dance with dragons, the Kingbreaker. Rhaegar had chose Lyanna Stark of, of Winterfell. Barris and Selmy would have made a different choice. Not the yes. queen who was not present. Uh, nor Elia of Dorne, though she um, was good and gentle. Had she been chosen, much war and woe might have been avoided. His choice would have been a young maiden, not long at court, one of Elia's companions, though compared to Ashara Dane, the Dornish princess uh, was a kitchen drab. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, Ashara Dane. I mean, he would have, he would have totally gone with Ashara Dane and, and crowned her at the tourney. I mean, listen, here's what Cersei says to her. Here's what Cersei says to uh, Eddard Stark right now. She's like, how dare you play the noble lord with me? What do you take me for? You're a, you've a bastard of your own. I've seen him. Who was the mother, I wonder? Some Dornish peasant you raped while your while her holdfast burned? A whore? Or was it the grieving sister, the Lady Ashara? You know, she threw herself into the sea, I'm told. Was it for that? For the brother you slew or the child you stole? Oh. There's some truth in there, man. There's some truth. Like people know they were fond of each other. She's also a beautiful woman who uh, so, so, so was so was Selmy. So were other people, you know, Lady Catelyn and Lady Catelyn thinks, you know, it was Callan Reed's tripping over himself. Right. So the Cranic man saw a maid with laughing purple eyes dance with a with a white sword, a red snake and the Lord of Griffins. And lastly, the quiet wolf, but only after the wild wolf spoke to her on behalf of a brother too shy to leave his bench. Wait a second, a Lord of Griffins is that? Um, that's Lord. That's John Connington. Wow, I mean that, that's people. That's people go right with Septon Lamore is that she's there with John with um, with John Connington, right? Right, and that they would know each other. I mean, that would be the thing. Gosh, man, I, I just, I just don't freaking, we need, there's so many things that need to be answered. It's just ridiculous. But I, I one it's thing's clear. One thing is clear is that you're, you're right. John does have all the things that he needs, regardless of whether you want to, whoever his parents are, because again, you've narrowed it down to like one or two, uh, maybe three, if you want to stretch it, individuals or sets. And you have the connection of ice and fire and house Dane. And sort of the morning, right. like the connections just kind of right. kind of keep adding up there for him. So, well, yeah, but I mean, again, you look at that, you go back to like the whole the Bloodstone Emperor and all of this stuff. And um, it is just it is just incredibly interesting, right, that they they build Starfall, all of these things. And then you have you have you established this group known as the Sword of the Mornings who are going to essentially serve as protectors against 
the long night ever ever appearing again matt it's said that the the bloodstone emperor worshipped a black stone that had fallen from the sky like like that's what he worshipped and then you have a a stone that fell from the sky that saved the world you had a black stone and then you had a, a milk white stone over in starfall like this is too much and again it's ten thousand year old legend and lore that's been altered and changed and george knows the truth of it and can and can see through it. but there's there's stuff layered and buried in there that's gonna shed some light on the and house dane's at the center of all of it that's the thing that they're, they're important because they were there they were very important to the last long night and to the hero the champion the sword of the morning that that beat all of this and so we look to our champions and we say who who's that champion and then how are they connected to the sword and it's john right I mean, I guess, could you say, though, could you say Danny is connected, I mean, just to Douse Dane? Let me think. Uh, yes, she would be. Yeah, right. Because so, she is Ares' daughter. Yeah, yeah. And it is of Ares, it is of Aegon's line. Right. That this, you know, person would come. Son of a... When actually, actually, she taught in her chapters too. It's Barristan that brings in the Dane connection. She looks at her brother and through him, like thinks of like there's the connection to, to Sir Arthur Dane as well. So, like in some of her chapters, I looked up just Dane. Right, you go to Search of Ice and Fire, and like it's he's in some right. Danny chapters, and he's important. He's important there. I <laughs> the, the, the the coolest part to all of this though. And Gerald Dane grew up drinking lemon, lemon, whatever, lemon water. What does that mean? Yeah. Lemon gate. <laughs> lemon gate's all over the place, man. Like, by God. It's I all connected. That... Well, okay. Okay. I mean, actually, Matt, if you want to go even more tinfoil, like the, like the lemon. Hold gate on. Situation. I'm going to go to the store because we're running out of tin here. Okay. We're I need running to, out I need... Of tin. Somebody get the <laughs> aluminum foil. Like, <laughs> dude, it's so, so Danny. I just got saran go... wrap. I just got whack. You know, give me, give me, give me Freaking the, you know, the, the press and seven here hells so it's like uh, some people will say that danny grew up in dorn right and star falls in dorn and that some that there's that there's some connection in her age right compared to john's and that there's something going on like the, and then you said you had cersei saying a stillborn daughter that was taken right fr from her right. people have said viserys has been lying and that that you know his child was lost there was an alliance between the Targaryens and Dorne and uh, what's his name? Willem Derry or whatever, right? Was was also right. like knew about it. And you just had Cersei mention that that Ashara Maybe might have Danny's lost a, a Ashara's, daughter. Maybe Ashara's daughter. Right? I, throw it out there, man. Throw the throw it. Just <laughs> take the tin and just, you know, well, I'm out of it up. And I used I used son of a gun. Somebody get the uh, I'm just I'm down to the I'm down to the roll. I just got the I just got the paper. The paper. Yeah. Matt's got the, Matt's, Matt's taking all the tin off and he's looking through the roll. He's looking just <laughs> I'm looking through the roll at the text and I'm seeing things I've never seen before. Matt's like we didn't know the inside of the tin foil roll had uh, you know it had the answers glyphs in there, man. There's glyphs. We're not in there. we're no longer down rabbit holes. We're down tin foil rolls. Just I'm I'm out, man. I'm just you know. <laughs> It's crazy. It's Remember crazy. You're sounding the horn, you know. Burr. Oh, Matt's Matt's <laughs> found the freaking horn of winners. Oh my god. Uh, we should literally go. show up to the next episode. Actually, we I'm gonna have to can. order from, I'm at, I've got a I've got a crap that I'm Amazon here. here. Is there is there a tinfoil hat I can buy on Amazon here? My God, it's just ah oh, the connections, yes, guys. Yes there, yes, there is. Boom. I'm gonna have to get me one. 
Uh, it's unreal. Well, hey, let me say one more serious thing. Okay. The Tower of Joy stuff is so freaking cool, Matt. It is so cool. It's, Sir Arthur Dane, like the everything. sad smile. It's everything. The fact that, like, had it not been for Hal and Reed, uh, Sir Arthur Dane would have killed him, right? Cut his hand off or cut part of his hand off if he's core and half hand, then he can't fight and he's injured and he can be beat and maybe not, maybe not killed, but like defeat in some way. I mean, my God, Squire Dalbridge hanging out with Corn Halfhand and all this stuff. It just, just blows my freaking mind. Like there's too many Targaryen connections. What happened to all the Targaryen loyalists after Robert's rebellion? And, and what did, what secret pact did Eddard make with, with some of them there at the tower of joy? Did he kill them all? I just don't, why not say that? Why not dream that? Something is up. I will Howland, say Hallen is still alive, and he could tell us. Why is George holding him back? Because he has all the freaking secrets. I think it is one massive conspiracy. That I starts too. with the Ruby, the Ruby Ford with Rhaegar. Yes. It, starts, it, it, all, it all starts there, yes. Then I think all of the Kingsguard basically goes north. I think yes. Lewin Martell is Maester Lewin. I'm buying it. I mean, come on. Lace, yeah, Maester dude. Lewin is, is Lewin Martell. Corrin Lewin, Lewin. is Dane. Uh, Mance Raider is Rhaegar Keep Targaryen. Uh, Septa Lamore is Ashara Dane. Yes. Corrin Halfhand is Arthur Dane. Yes. Uh, what's yeah. his, uh, Tormund Giants Bane is Otto. Gerald, High, High, Ger Gerald, Gerald Hightower. Gerald Hightower. Yeah. Which, I holy believe, I believe, Think about I believe that. Like the high tower connection too. You still got stuff going Quaith, on. Freaking... I think Quaith is uh share a sea star. Yep. Cause because freaking Blood Raven's still alive, Matt. It's all one Matt. Metal. We're gonna we need to do it. I'm you know what? <laughs> Blood Raven's still alive. He's still I'm alive. Gonna, we're gonna have to draw it all up. I think I'm gonna I'm just gonna, just gonna work on like a 200 page <laughs> document that's just like here is the story connected, put together, and here's where we're at. And it's gonna be strings all over the room i just if we could ask i'm gonna buy one, some stock in tinfoil companies how much tinfoil i'm gonna have to have yeah i think if i could ask george one question to get a yes or no answer i would just say is a you know is a shara dane alive yes or no yes or no the answer would be yes yes the answer is yes no george the way george would say it would be the same thing he says with benjen who i believe is still alive just as benjen stark yeah I don't yeah. think he's cold hands. I think cold hands is somebody else. Yeah. I think cold uh, hands is a friend. Is a friend. A friend. <laughs> uh, unreal, man. The former lover of old Nan, who is secretly Lady Rowan Weber. Yeah, I hear it. Yeah, just, just keep it going. Just keep it going. Like, how many more <laughs> people can we? It does not freaking stop. Blackfire's freaking long claw up there. Yeah. Oh, he's, 100%. 100. That one's obvious. God. It, yeah. Anyway, Whew. all right, guys. Well, hey, that was fun. I just, I know we just, we didn't even just sort of plan this out. We we're just kind of like, I don't know, man. I just been listening. I've been, been I was feeling it. about House Dane today, and we just went with it. So, yeah. thank you guys for listening, watching. We appreciate it. Uh, send us a raven at btkcast at gmail.com. And we will see you next time. And remember that winter is coming. And that dawn is a light bringer. And that Ashara is alive. 
and whatever else. Okay. And we are the we are the the shield that guards the realms of men, the watchers on the wall. Okay. The sword that brings that ends the darkness. The ten that guides the foils of the realm. <laughs> special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.